Welcome to the Sports and Chip Podcast presented by Lots Brewing. We are joined each and every week with your host, Maddie. Like her couples must be like just hardened, like just calloused. <laughs> and the amazing Smitty. Hey, <laughs> you guys want to lay in my vomit? If you like your sport sprinkled in with a little bit of shit, this is the podcast for you. And now, our hosts, the amazing Maddie and Smitty. Take it away, boys. I try to live and let live, but everyone else is an asshole. Welcome to the Sports and Shit Podcast. It is Season 3, Episode 3, sponsored by Lops Brewing. Lops is a brewery and tasting room in downtown Woonsocket, Rhode Island, specializing in small batch ales and lagers. It's open seven days a week. You can use the coupon code SPORTS to get 10% off your online order. Go to lopsbrewing.com and also follow them on social media at lopsbrewing. You can also follow us on Twitter, Sports and Shit Pod, or on Instagram, Sports Mitty. We're also on Facebook. And I am Maddie, and my co host loves him some sushi rolls. <laughs> Smitty. <laughs> Maybe. The spicy tuna hand roll? What is that? Oh, is yeah. that a, is that like, a thing? Yeah, like, nothing like some seaweed. Anything wrapped in seaweed. Have you had the like sushi before? The sushi? I've never touched a. I've never touched anything that looked raw and seafoodish before. So my dad yeah. made me try it once, and I didn't particularly like it. But uh, you know, I'd be open to doing it again. My brother had a. It was basically a rare tuna steak one time when okay. we were on vacation. Yeah. And uh, it was actually really good. So, really? yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe under the right circumstances I would. I was actually at Linda's work Christmas party the other day. Not the other day, whatever, before Christmas. And yeah. uh, I tried oysters. Did you? I did. Slime, wow. Just a slimy on oyster. The, you, know what it, you know what you did? Yeah, on the half shell. You know what, though? It doesn't taste like anything. Like if you put spicy sauce on it or like a uh, ginger sauce or lemon. It tastes like lemon. It doesn't taste like anything and you don't chew it. You just swallow it. Just down the hatch. Yeah. There's really nothing to it. Like I could eat oysters now. I could be an oyster guy. Make me an oyster guy because you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> here's my question. Yeah. Why would you want to eat something that doesn't taste like anything? <laughs> Like, why don't I don't you just know. take some, some water chestnuts and dip them in <laughs> I, You know what? I hate water chestnuts. I hate them. The really? consistency of them is like chalk. It's chalk. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like wet chalk. No thanks. <laughs> Talk about not tasting like anything. Water chestnut yeah. does not no. taste like anything. The water chestnut is a, is a very... See, to me, <laughs> I thought really, you were going to say a misunderstood. A misunderstood. <laughs> I thought you were going to say water chestnuts were, are misunderstood. It's underappreciated. Yeah, I mean, if you have it in like a Chinese dish that it, and it provides some texture, like some crunch. Chalk? I'm behind it, like, you know, cashew chicken, which I love. Me too. Throw a couple of water chestnuts in there. No, just I, give it a little, conti- you know, whatever. But it no, I pick those out. Anything. I pick them out. Well, I don't pick them out, but I just avoid them. So I'll eat all the chicken, all the cashews, and the brown sauce, and the water chestnuts will stay there because it tastes like fucking chalk. And you'll just fl- you'll just fling those like frisbees across the, I will. Across sure. the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I'm just mad at ch- water chestnuts. Mad at the world well. and the water chestnut. <laughs> Get this out of here. Get this out of here. <laughs> Why would you want that? I don't know. Uh, well, the news is brought to you by Love Brewing. And our first item, uh, wouldn't you know, is a woman who binged 32 sushi rolls at an all-you-can-eat buffet. It was rushed to the hospital 
That's a stunner. That's an upset. 32 seems like a lot. 32 of those wrapped in the rice and the seaweed. seaweed Yeah, seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. To get our money's worth at a $50 all-you-can-eat $50 all-you-can-eat sushi roll. I don't know if there's a real benefit to that. I mean, if I could see if it was $9.99, but $50. Sushi's not cheap. It's not cheap. Oh, my goodness. But then again, like... No. I don't. I don't, wouldn't really want to spend like ten bucks for raw fish. Like you get what oh, you pay no. for. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, that's definitely one of those things. Like you get what you pay for. Yeah, like you, you you don't want to chintz on like toilet paper and like raw fish. <laughs> raw fish. Like those yeah. are the two things you because you, you know they're hands. taking like the the sushi you get in the nine ninety nine buffet is is like the the stuff that was left on the boat that didn't make it into the into oh, the yeah. proper tank with all the rest of the fish. It was just no. like left there that all the deckhands the like, the yeah, like all oh, they all yeah. stepped on it. And yeah, yeah it's just, oh, yeah. yeah, rancid fish. Had your boot marks in it. Right. Yeah. Well, this was at Sushi 85 restaurant in Mountain View, California. Uh, and she had 30, she's 24 years old. She had 32 of the rolls. And following the bench, she was rushed to the emergency room with severe stomach pain. Shocker. That's where she was diagnosed with with reflux disease, commonly known as acid reflux. So she had a major episode of acid reflux after having 32. I mean, you're that's you, a little, yeah. I mean, you won't know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Does, does okay. sushi cause acid reflux? Do we know this I, to be a I thing? I wouldn't think that it would, unless you have, like you said, the ginger sauce, like if you're dipping the thing, right. Ginger sauce or Asian yeah. spice or whatever. Going the fuck. soy sauce. Yeah, that could oh, yeah. that could catch up with you. And the sodium, yeah, then then you have then you have some problems. And it, there's a picture of her like putting it keeled in over, <laughs> vomiting. Yeah, well, there's a picture of her in the hospital, but before that there's a picture of her putting a piece in her mouth. And I swear to God, I swear to Christ, this thing looks like a like a tennis ball. <laughs> the thing is fucking really? huge. Okay. And so 32 huge ones. They, she went with the extra. She supersized. She supersized it. She supersized the sushi rolls. <laughs> well, you know, this is the $50 all you could eat. Yeah. Hey, this, is the, this is the high end stuff. Yeah. She, she just said, you know. supersize that some bitch. I'm, I'm, yes, was, yeah, I'm going to town bitch. with these things. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like the open where I say, you know, do you guys want to lie in my vomit? I mean, she's, <laughs> right. she's right there. She's, yeah. she's, she's feeling that. I think. Yeah. Does a waitress come over to you and say, you know, how many would you like to start with, honey? And you say, uh, let's give me 25. <laughs> you know, just give me 25 and I'll see. I'll go one at a time. From yeah, there. let's go from there. Jesus Christ. A Florida man is facing charges as police say he stole an alligator and attempted to throw it on a roof. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Florida. I really do. It's just, first of all, you're rolling the dice. So obviously grabbing an alligator, alligators, not that, not that light. Right. I mean, alligators are heavy. Yeah. They have scales and stuff that they can't be. I mean, mean, how do you grab that thing by the tail? Got a leash on that. Like somebody have a collar on that lasso and you had it around your head. Like, I wonder if he, I want, yeah. I wonder if he was like a, like a calf roper, like in one of those, like, like in a rodeo. Like he, yeah. he's one of the guys that comes out on the horse and like throws the lasso around the calf, jumps off yeah. the horse and then like wraps up his legs real quick. Yeah. Right. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Does he do that with the alligator? Does he throw the lasso around it? Although you got to get, you got to take care of the mouth, right? Cause that thing will just bite yeah. you. Bite you your, gotta, you got to wrap them Bite your arm right off. Cause they, they can, and they can like turn like all the way around, right? Like it can come back and like, yeah, I think like, so. Bite your head off. Can't they? 
I don't I'm know. I'm not sure why you're throwing it on the roof. Yeah. If you're going to steal it, do something with it. Bring it home, sell it. I don't know. Bring yeah. it to a museum. <laughs> I don't know. We'll take it, take it, take it on a field trip. Yeah. Take, go get yeah. sushi with it. You know, whatever, whatever you feel yeah. like. Can you, can you eat 32 rolls of alligator scales? Alligator is, rough. I think it's sold. That's delicacy. alligator sold somewhere. You can eat alligator yeah, in Florida, I think. Yeah it's, a, yeah. it's a delicacy of some sort, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know if it's a delicacy, but yeah, you can eat it. Uh, hey, Jamie Lynn Spears back in the news. So Jamie Lynn Spears accuses Brittany of throwing her to the wolves with testimony. And she also shares recent apology texts she claims Brittany sent to her, apologizing for all of the trauma that the two have been involved in. This is just one of those, again, as I said last week, it's one of those things where Brittany just has to say, okay, I'm going to write you a check. How much do I need to write you to knock it off? Yeah. To go away. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. She's trying to make, she's, she wrote a book or something and, and is trying to, you know, drum up a little publicity for the book, I think. Yeah. So, uh, she's, she's going on this little media tour and, you know, trying to get into the news a little bit. But if I'm with you, if I'm Brittany, I'm like, here's a check for X amount for you to shut the fuck up, please. And thank you. I was with a few people. We were talking about this. I don't know what we, how we brought it up. (laughs) And, and and one of the people said, you know, I think they're all in cahoots together because Britney's not making any music and they're all in cahoots to stay in, stay in the limelight, stay in the media spotlight. Yeah. So it's all like a ruse, like a, you know, they're all together just trying to make as much controversy as they can. Kind of like the Kardashians. In front of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Just because we're not, we're not talented anymore. Right. So now we're just going to create drama with ourselves, which is a solid, you know, that's a solid. That's a solid theory. Thought. It is. It is. It really is. Yeah. And you wonder sometimes, like, how can it, because it drags on and there's this thing and there's this thing and, and it always hits the media. Like you wonder on those types of things. But uh, I think Brittany is just right to just pay her off, to be honest. Uh, Budweiser slipping golden cans into packs for a chance to win a, a million dollars. So if you get a golden can, you have a chance to win a million. I would have to I buy guess. Budweiser first, and I refuse to yeah, do that. I, I don't do that. Yeah, it's not worth the headache, even the million dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth the headache it gives me. Yeah. Um, but the maker of Budweiser is partnering with a medical cannabis company, Tilray and a $100 million deal to research cannabis-infused drinks for the Canadian market. Wow. Now, that's something I could get behind. Yeah. Although, it's a matter of time before we do cannabis-infused, like, monsters and stuff, right? Yeah. It's, you know, all this energy shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want... See, the cannabis, the good thing about the cannabis is you, you get the, the drunk feeling without the, right. without the hangover. The hangover, right. So right. why would you... Why would you have a beer with cannabis in it when you can just smoke the cannabis, get the same feeling, and you don't get hung over the next day? Right. Did I see somewhere that cannabis, they're doing studies where cannabis was actually um, taking away the COVID virus or something? something I did, about I, cannabis and the I, COVID virus. Yeah, I did hear yeah. something about that, saying like where, it was less it was like, like locking it right, or something. I don't right. Know. You were less likely if you smoked weed to, to get the COVID <laughs> Yeah. So like, I think Seth Rogen and one of those guys might've tweeted out like, Hey, I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Pete wow. Davidson. Yeah. yeah I'm Dylan, fine. Dylan Ted, yeah. Dylan Ted sitting there. Like, I'm never getting COVID. Yeah. I'm fine. Um, Don't worry about me. But anyone who, anyone who finds a golden can 
will be eligible to win a $1 million grand prize as part of Anheuser-Busch's Live Like a King sweepstakes. You remember back in the day when they had the Pepsi caps and you had the cap underneath the cap, you got like oh, yeah. prizes. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And that was like the biggest thing then. Like you turn it over and you get like five bucks. So you get like, you get these different prizes. Like you get a case of Coke or something. You used to do that all the time. Like every time you, you had a cap back then, you flipped it over. What did I get? Yeah, it was like so, the, uh, the, the, the yeah, like the Willy Wonka, yeah. the Wonka tickets, the golden ticket. That's what it is. Absolutely. Hey, this is interesting sports news. Chris Pronger, Hall of Famer, yeah, former St. Louis Blues defenseman, among other teams. <laughs> he had his number retired, number 44 retired at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis. And his former teammate, Al McGinnis, also a Hall of Famer, said he is arguably the greatest defenseman to ever play the game. <laughs> I'll tell you, arguably is the operative word because I would argue that. Yeah, I I would argue the fuck out of that. (laughs) Maybe not with maybe maybe not with either one of those men to their face because they're both bigger than me and hockey players and and could snap me in half. But uh, from a from a fair distance away, I would yell at them. Bobby Orr is better than both of you put together, sir. Both sirs, right, (laughs) sirs. Yeah. So uh, yeah. He's arguably in the top 25, <laughs> not arguably the best ever. You could argue he, he makes the top 25 towards the low end. There's Ray Bork and his Nikki Lidstrom. There's a, there's a bunch of two-way yeah. defensemen who were elite, you know, and Pronger was a mean guy and a, and a great player and all those things, but not close to number one. And I wrote about it on InsideTheRink.com. So go ahead to InsideTheRink.com yeah. and check out that article about uh, Chris Pronger not being the number one defenseman of all time. We Certainly, already, you know, I might give you 15, top 15. Yeah, maybe. We yeah, we also talk maybe. about it on our sister podcast, the, we do. the Bruins Benders podcast. And uh, yes. that's doing quite, quite well. Yeah, on the old, well. On the old yeah. Inside the Rink. So uh, happy to be over there yeah, with those is. guys. And, and maybe yeah. this podcast will make the jump someday. If they want to branch out into uh, non-hockey-related shenanigans and tomfoolery. I could see us being the headliner podcast for their, you know, all sports brands or their sports comedy brands. (laughs) Whatever. Sell it to them. Microsoft is buying the gaming company Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion, gaining access to blockbuster games like Call of Duty and Candy Crush. So Microsoft taking that over. Activision... I feel like that's been around a long time. It has. They used to make. They used to make. Do you remember uh, Pitfall for the Atari? There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's what I heard. It. They yeah, they they've go. made some. Uh, they've made some arcade classics. I can't think of another yeah. one off the top of my like head. Pitfall and uh, what was the other one? Frogger. Yeah, I don't know uh, if all of those were Activision. I think some okay. of them. Some of them were probably Frogger I might be. Pitfall. Frogger might I be. Loved Pitfall. And uh, I love me some Pitfall. Oh, Pitfall was awesome. Oh yeah, it was really good back then. I used to play that Pong too. My, my oh, yeah. dad had that. Yeah. Like this is like when I was young, right? Early eighties. Yeah, like I had the Pong. We had anything. She had the Pong, and oh my god, I used to play the fuck play out of that. It was uh, oh my god. They they said there was like what four or five different games, but they were all the same. Yeah, like the same. they had hockey, they had soccer, yeah. but it was the same That's thing. Right. Like it same, was a. Yeah. A line on one side, a on square in the middle. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then you know goals on either side. Oh. oh, the most simple thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I loved it. Uh, hey, Playboy model says she's too beautiful for love. She says men are scared to date me. Now, I thought about this, and I think that is a case with some you know, beautiful women, is that I don't know if a lot of men really like ask them out or, or think that they will be able to go out with them. 
So I bet that they do have some problems sometimes, you know, finding a man, finding love. Okay, hold on before you uh, before you give the advice. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things. Talk about things that make me. Let's talk about sex. Okay, proceed. So that's what I'm thinking is that I think it does happen. I think it does happen sometimes. I would agree with you. I think uh, I think men, a lot of men are intimidated by a beautiful woman and they feel like either she's out of my league or she's so good looking. Of course, she already has a boyfriend. So why would I approach her and get shot down because she already is dating someone? Yeah, I, I think that that's I think that that's true. I think that you can be like too good looking for some people I think they're those people think they're they're out of the, you're out of their league. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know. Back in the day, I would never go up to someone I thought wouldn't be interested in me at all. You know what I'm saying? I just wouldn't because like, you don't want to be rejected. You don't want her to be like, really? You do it? <laughs> like, so I don't. <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't want to do that. So I think a lot of men are like that. With the, So I don't think that that's far fetched. No, you, you. Playboy you Playboy model too is a little right. different. Like you're a Playboy model dude. Like all men are gawking at you. Like if you're a, like a porn star, or, I've always thought about that. Like dating a porn star must be very strange, right? Yeah. I mean, I think they, most of them probably date within the industry. I would think. Yeah. I would, I would assume, you know, assume. who else is going to be able to, you know, rationalize, <laughs> rationalize. No, well, rationalize like, okay. She says like, Oh, I'm going to my day job. You know, what's that? Yeah. Uh, banging three dudes and two girls today. Like, <laughs> what are you doing today? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then the guy's like, all right, have a good day. You know, ice yourself down afterwards, or, you know, whatever. I mean, you have to be able to date somebody that's going to just be able to deal with that on a, you know, on a level and, and be fine with it. Right. I, I, you know what? Look, I've, I've known women who are, hairdressers and came home didn't want to have sex like i can't imagine like being like a porn star like and having sex all day and then want to come home and have sex right right yeah that's I mean, a good point like yeah <laughs> i mean you're tired from your job as a teacher you know or you know <laughs> working at the convenience store never mind being a porn star and taking you know yeah. three dudes yeah oh geez i've so seen a thousand dicks today i don't see <laughs> right. i don't need to you see another one we did today you know, <laughs> like well i'll just do one take with you honey you know it's gonna take minimal time but no I, I, that must be a struggle uh hey stuck on hold average person loses 26 days each year to wasted time so they've calculated this studyfinds.org <laughs> How much time did studyfinds.org waste out of their life calculating how much time other people waste in their lives? How much time did they waste coming up with that name? Right. How how much time did it take for them to come up with a study and do all the research? There's wasted days right there, my friends. Oh, my Lord. 26 (laughs) days worth of wasted time. You know what? I might question that because I tend to waste a lot of time. Like 26 days doesn't seem like a whole hell of a lot. I mean, that's, you know, what's the 500 hours? On hold, though? Wow. Yeah, that's on hold. They're talking about oh, being on, on hold. hold. Yeah, so you're just sitting there on hold. How long on hold? Oh, when you want to speak to a customer, company's customer service department. No, 26 days? I, I, I can't remember the last time I was still waited on hold because I don't want to. <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to. Yeah, like but you call. Well, here's a story for you. I had to call Social Security Administration because evidently they thought I was dead. So this happened like a month ago. 
Interesting. And I get this letter in the mail that says to my beneficiaries, it says, we're sorry for the loss of Matthew Barry. And I'm like, and then it was that one split second. I was like, wait a minute, am I dead? Like, 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 is this the afterlife? Like, am I, am I here, but no one can see me? Like for like a second, I thought I that, like, no, dead I'm not people. dead for fuck's sake. Like, I'm not dead. I'm right here. So I called them and it took me forever to get through to somebody like an hour. Like I actually, I think I did in three days. Like I, I waited 40 minutes, hung up, waited however long, hung up. And then finally got someone when I literally put it on speaker and did nothing for like an hour and a half. And finally get somebody. I mean, that's brutal. So I guess that's whatever yeah, that is. I, that's I, you know, half a day. I think it I think it does. It adds up. It adds up. Yeah. I had yeah, to do that, brutal. some of that stuff, contacting the government before. And and yeah. I got a letter from them. Uh no, a call from them saying that I need to contact them in the next two days. And so I'm on hold. And then it says we're transferring you to the next representative. And then they hung up on me. I was on hold yeah, for like two hours. Brutal. And then the You're same brutal. Did it again the next day. And I was like, well, fuck these guys. <laughs> hey, well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm screwed. I, I guess, guess I'm I, screwed. I, guess I don't win. Yeah. Unless I lost that one. Yeah, it is brutal. And it, and it just seems as now with, with chat rooms and all this stuff, there's even less opportunity to get someone on the phone. Like sometimes you just need to talk to someone on the phone and it'll be done. Right. Like just, it'll be done. But no, go to this chat and, you know, Felger went off about the, <laughs> about the ESPN plus, like, forgot password, remember password, no, that password's already taken, uh, you know, and Jesus Christ, you go to this merry-go-round of, of passwords and trying to figure out how to log in and where to go. And Jesus, Mary and Joseph, that's the worst thing is when you're trying to, you think you know the password, then you don't. So you go forgot password and it just spins you in circles. Or, or oh, you, or God. you, or you think you, you put in your password, you know, and they're like, no, that's not right. And then you go to change your password and they say, you know, already been used. Yeah, password's already yeah. used. You're like, yeah. I, I just put the password in and they said it didn't work. Why oh, why oh, why is it working now when I don't want it to work? Stop it. <laughs> why do you have it somewhere in some system and I can't use it? Why is that happening? Yeah, it's true. It has happened to me before. Yeah, that's happened All to right. me too. They use yeah, or, or I get the you know, you use your you use the same password for far too many things. Oh, I get a yeah. message for that. Like you're repeating your password a little bit too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so I can remember it. You fuck. Yeah. You can't use, you can't use, you know, <laughs> one, two, three, four. Why can't I use one, two, three, four? You can't eat, you know, rug muncher 25 anymore. <laughs> can't do that. Stop doing that. Uh, okay. Bono says he's embarrassed. Bono, the lead singer of U2, embarrassed by most U2 songs. <laughs> He's em- embarrassed, dude. Like, I think, seriously? I think that There's was probably... I, I, I could... I, I think that might have been taken out of context. <laughs> God, I hope so. I think. Slightly out of context. He's been a part of U2 for 46 years, writing and singing many of the group's hit singles. But it turns out Bono feels shame for some of the songs, as a Dublin native revealed in an interview on Hollywood Reporter's awards chatter podcast alongside bandmate edge i've been in the car when one of the of one of our songs has come on the radio and i've been color i've been the color of as we say in dublin scarlet i'm just so embarrassed well he i mean early on he wasn't really a great singer and he he really isn't a great singer like he doesn't have a he doesn't have a fantastic voice or anything but no you know the the totality of the band kind of makes up for it all 
and he's and, and he's and the lyrics. Yeah, and the lyrics, yeah. and he's kind of grown into it a little bit over the years. But yeah, I mean, right. I could see how you know certain songs might with anyone. I think you know you hear yourself sing or do something, and you're like, oh, it's right. a little cringeworthy. Like, oh, that wasn't right. that great. You know, you're right, right. your own worst critic. You hear yourself, sure. and you're like, oh, geez, I sound like an asshole. You know, he says in this article, I don't know if you saw what his proudest tune. I did see that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Vertigo. Wow. Vertigo. And then there was something from Pavarotti, I think, that he said that he could listen to over and over again. Miss Sarajevo. Yeah. Yeah, with Pavarotti. But but Vertigo, this is interesting. I mean, they had, obviously, we went to the concert with uh, Joshua Tree Mm -hmm. and all those great songs. I mean, the lyrics, the lyrics are so good. And I get that you may not be the best singer in the world, but there's a lot of great superstar musicians that weren't necessarily great singers. Yeah. But the music hits right and the, and the lyrics are good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, let's not overthink it. Right. You, know, you made, you made billions of dollars. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes. Uh, so how about this? MGK designed Megan Fox's engagement ring to hurt if she takes it off. So Machine Gun Kelly. Just machine so the people, so the people know, oh. MGK, MGK, Ma- Machine Gun okay. Kelly, yeah, just, okay. just so the people know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have here's a question: what, what, who's Machine Gun Kelly? Uh, some kind of a rapper, I believe. Okay, so why would you name yourself Machine Gun? That's either two things: you like guns, or you think you have a machine gun in your pants, right? I mean, those are only two reasons well, why you would do that. I don't right? know. People have a infatuate like there's some rapper out there named Lil Uzi Vert I think yeah Lil so Uzi like Vert. so yeah. like I, I is it just, I think it's like an image thing maybe there's a lot of littles, littles. there is there is a lot, a lot of little little everybody's a little little Abner you know? little <laughs> little, little Abner yeah uh, there's a lot of lulls yeah and Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox so so this ring hurts if she takes it off is that abusive controlling weird any all of the above I, I'm, I'm gonna go with D all of the above <laughs> final answer right, right. I mean, my lord I mean that's kind of weird isn't it yeah I, I think it's would do that. I think it's a bit uh, domineering for sure yeah, I, yeah. I don't. What if, what if you gain a little bit of weight and you can't get it off? Right. I, is it like? Is it like when you're driving in that, like in the parking lot, and you go over the spikes? Yes. And you back it over the. That's way, right. Way. Yeah. Now it pops all your tires. Yeah. He's is basically that what this like. Ring is like. Yeah. He's basically like a state police officer throwing down the uh, the, the tire <laughs> strips there in the road to give yeah. to give you a flat tire if you uh, yeah. if you if you fuck it up. Yeah. So these guys have these little prongs like that if you back, yeah, yeah. If you back it out. Ooh. Good God. Yeah. Why, why would you do that? She dude? should design a cock ring like that for him. Oh, my so, Lord. Say, Can you imagine? Yeah. Take it off. Take it off. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. jackass. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Take it off. Uh, investors are paying millions for virtual land in the metaverse. This virtual land. Virtual land. <laughs> Virtual land, real estate and virtual worlds, sometimes called the metaverse, is going for millions of dollars in some cases. The most expensive spots are near where lots of users congregate. For instance, someone recently paid $450,000 to be Snoop Dogg's neighbor in a virtual world called a sandbox. I just, I just don't get it. I, don't I just don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, what, what, I, don't, what I mean, purpose is it? the only thing that I can think of is you have that much extra money. You know, that you're buying pretend stuff. 
Yeah. Like so you're not articles like this one. You're not yeah. there. Like you're not oh. there. No. You're not there. It, it's it's there. a it's a pretend <laughs> place. Yeah. It's like uh what is that Sim City? Right. That, that old PC game. Yeah. That's what it is. But now all of a sudden it's all of a sudden it's, you know, people are paying real money for things. Yeah. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. How do you know you're you're his neighbor if it's, if it's make believe? I don't know. Is this what Mr. Rogers is talking about? (laughs) The land of make believe? Is this what he was talking about? I don't think Mr. Rogers would have wanted you to pay 450K to to play around in the land of make believe. I think he was more about use your own imagination he said you know won't you be my neighbor you know not for 450k he didn't say won't you be my neighbor and snoop dogg's neighbor for four hundred fifty thousand dollars he didn't say that (laughs) you need to won't you be my neighbor if you're in a certain tax bracket right lady elaine fairchild and me will be your neighbor if you can pay if you can pay up lady Lady fairchild lady elaine fairchild lady elaine fairchild yeah it was one of the that was one of the ugly looking puppets is that used Lady to use. Shadowly or whatever it is? That's no that Lady Elaine star. Fairchild. She was like a she wore like a blue shirt. And she was like you know oh. it was one of those weird little puppets oh. that he played around with. Huh? You didn't watch Mister Rogers? Well, I watched some of Mister Rogers. Oh, okay. And the make believe thing. Yeah. Like the little yeah. The little with the trolley thing. Yeah. The yeah, dollies. The trolley. Yeah. 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 It was, you know, looking back, weird as fuck. Yeah. The whole thing. Absolutely. Like, really weird. <laughs> it absolutely was. <laughs> like, really weird. Like really weird. Like it's 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 amazing that he wasn't you know some mischievous person. Like it's it's just amazing how weird that friggin' thing was. What was I don't I don't remember the other the names of the other. There had to have been other ones, right? There were other. There there were other. There were definitely other ones. And then there was the who was it? The it was either the conductor or the mailman or who who used to come when the train came by. There was a guy there. Oh, it was a mailman. Was, it was, mailman. Didn't the mail come in on the train sometimes? On the train, yeah. 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 And he'd pull up a thing and he'd say, so-and-so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember. Wow, I remember that now. Wow, that's crazy. The whole thing was fucking weird. Uh, hey, what else is weird? Man donates his kidney to save the life of his girlfriend's mom. Only one problem, the girlfriend. Dumps him a month later and marries somebody else. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I could see karma coming back to that family a little bit. Oh, yeah. Couldn't you? Oh, yeah. Couldn't you? Oh, yeah. The daughter's dying of kidney disease pretty fucking soon. Yeah. That guy's going to be sitting outside her her uh, hospital room with a bag of popcorn, just eating it. And she's yeah. going to be like, hey, do you know, do you have any more kidney left? Not for you, <laughs> no. I don't. Nope. <laughs> Not for you. Not for you. And you know what? You know, you know what? what? Ask your mom. About this? Ask your mom. Yeah, ask your mom. You know what pisses me off about this is that you know the girlfriend was giving the girl guilt trip. Like, you have a matching kidney. Like, right. you could probably give it to my mom, right? 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 And then he finally gives in and says, yeah, you know, I'll do that for you. I love you, babe. Blah, 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 blah. And a month later, she's like, peace out, Cub Scout. My mother's fine, and I'm going to marry this dude. I'm going to marry this guy. With two kidneys. With two, yeah. <laughs> two fully functioning kidneys. <laughs> right. So, right. I mean, what a douche move. Remember we did the asshole thing last was it last week? Yeah. The asshole moves. This is Yeah. It, it, yeah, it it's this one. Hey, hey uh <laughs> woman and your mom. Yes, sir. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, you're on the kidney. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, and, and this is beautiful. Tampa Bay Rays. 
as we mentioned before in the on the uh, podcast, they were looking to the Rays were looking to split the team between Tampa Bay and Montreal. Well, uh, the season-sharing plan with Montreal was killed by the MLB, and the search is back on for a full-time home, and all accounts say that the Rays were stunned that they didn't allow them to split between two countries, not two cities. Two Two countries. countries. Not close together. It's not like it was Buffalo and Toronto. It was right. it was it was one end of the United States and uh, into Canada. And the other, how do you do that tax like tax like like money wise? Right. Like for the pl- for the players? Yeah. Yeah. Players screwed, I'm sure. How do you pay a guy in yeah. Tampa and in Montreal? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of they logistical already, already problems with that. There. Hey, yeah. Tampa Bay owners. I mean, and the thing is, is that they've been fairly successful the last, you know, 10 years as an organization, but it's, it even makes it more embarrassing that you have this team in the playoffs with half the place full, a shit place that has, you know, know, the ball hits the ceiling. Yeah, the catwalks, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just the worst thing in the world. It is a dump. You have them in the biggest stage. The World Series a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an absolute joke that they're playing in the stadium that they're playing in down there. It's not really even in Tampa, I don't think. It's in like St. No. Petersburg or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it's in St. Petersburg or somewhere around there. Yeah. So I guess it's in a real shithole type place. Yeah, I mean, number one, put it in a major city. Stop half-assing yeah. it. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna build it, build the fucking stadium in Tampa. Don't don't put it in St. Petersburg. That's like the Patriots putting the stadium in Foxborough. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I think about that. If you think about that, there's a there's a National Football League team in Foxborough, Massachusetts. It's just, and you're reminded of that every goddamn Sunday when they're home trying to get to Shaw's. Yeah. And you can't get there because there's traffic everywhere because the town is a town. Like it wasn't built for the people there and certainly not for 65,000 people showing up on a Sunday afternoon. No, the town has 16,000 people in it. 16,000. Yeah. Imagine that. 16,000. So you're tripling, tripling the capacity of the town. More than tripling. Sundays. Yeah, more than tripling. That's pretty, that's pretty insane. You know, and I, th- I, I don't think this idea of having Tampa and Montreal is good at all. No, it's, it's not right. smart at all. As a matter of no, fact, it's not, it's not smart at all. Personally, I don't think they belong down there because I don't think there's enough fans to, to make it work. Right. I think they'd probably be better off just playing in Montreal full time. Right. Montreal had fans, even though, it was, I mean, not at the end, but because mm-hmm. the stadium was a dump too. But if they put a real stadium in Montreal, the fans would show up. They would. Yeah, they would. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly in the beginning, I mean, they'd, re- they'd show up again. I mean, they do, they do it to an extent in Toronto. I mean, they would in Montreal, especially with the Canadians being so bad. Yeah, I mean, when Toronto embrace baseball, when Toronto was winning, they had they had the best attendance in the in the league yeah. in the in the early '90s. There, when they were winning World Series, they they would draw on two three million people. Yeah, I think Montreal would be a good spot for a baseball team for sure. I would certainly entertain that, but this whole splitting the thing, and and you need to get out of they need to get out of Tampa Bay, and I think that. The league probably wants them out of there, and I think that the ownership probably wants them out of there. So maybe they will at some point, but it's not going to be anytime soon. And I don't even know if there'll be baseball anyway. No, probably not. Year, so. I, I I feel like the next expansion things are going to be Vegas and, and Nashville probably. Yeah. 
Well, Vegas is going to end up having a team in, in every in all yeah, major sports. They will. Now that sports gambling is is legal in many states, mm-hmm. definitely 100%. I mean, back in the day, it was, you know, we don't want the players betting and all that. L- let me tell you something. The players bet. You know, I mean, there's, there's betting all over the place. I'm sure they're betting on their own teams and everything else. No one, no one really cares. No one really polices it. But I think it, Vegas is a great venue for going, you know, for having a team. I mean, the hockey team's been doing really well, and the yeah. Raiders, you know, do really well there. And I think a baseball team in Vegas would be great. You know, mm-hmm. they've had the Pacific Coast League team there, I think, for a long, long time. Yeah, in Vegas. So I think it would definitely work. But yeah, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, I mean, it's to, for a, for a good organization like that. That's that's performed fairly well with with a low, you know, with low revenue and, mm-hmm. and with um, low salary. Yeah, um, it, it's really it's really embarrassing that they play there. I mean, it really is. All right, so that'll do it for this episode of the Sportsmanship Podcast, and we will be back next week with, with our friend Tanya Ray Fox. She's going to join us next week. She is. It's going to be yeah. fun. Fun to catch yeah, up with her. Fun. We'll probably talk a little uh, football. Talk about the championship games, uh, upcoming championship games. Talk about uh, the Patriots season and. And maybe yeah. what they're looking to do next year, and then uh, she's going to stick around, I think, for the news. So we're going to oh, we're going to do, do that. We're going to do the whole damn thing. One big that'll Tanya Ray Fox episode. Yeah, it's going to be a good that'll time. That'll be fun. She's good. That'll be fun because she has a good sense of humor and personality, and I think she'll thanks to really get a kick out of the news and, and stuff. So that'll be fun with yeah. her next week. Awesome. So uh, thanks again to Lops Brewing, and hey, check out the Bruins Brenders podcast if you love some Bruins hockey. That comes out weekly as well. So we will see everybody again next week. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Maybe we can talk all night. But that ain't getting us nowhere. I told you everything I possibly can. There's nothing left inside of me. Maybe you can cry all night But that'll never change the way that I feel The snow is really piling up outside I wish you wouldn't make me leave here I poured it on and I poured it out I tried you